0: Hello, and welcome back to the AI Insiders podcast, premised on the notion that AI, this complex technical ecosystem emerging all around us is actually as much about humans as it is about data computing and algorithms. Well, so the real world has done my work for me and convinced me that this premise so far is pretty solid. It's why I'm really glad you're here, taking some time to come along with me to learn more about some of the amazing humans behind AI at ISI, to learn more about not just what they're doing in AI, but really why they're doing it. All of these folks are insanely talented, often in ways that are less publicly appreciated as we'll learn today and could be doing many other things, but instead they're here at ISI and USC, sharpening their competence, developing their character, creating connections that they'll need to make the positive contributions that we seek to make in AI at ISI. So I'm really glad to have as guest one of our ISI humans, who is well on her way to making those contributions that I think we'll need to increase the chances that we can thread the apocalyptic needle of AI, this huge technological inflection moment, and help us end up creating a better AI-infused world for all of us. My guest is Moste Gayani, who is a fifth-year PhD student at USC, and I'm glad to say my colleague at ISI, as well as very understanding of people who wildly mispronounce her name, such as I did. Moste, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here.
0: Even though i butchered your name, uh, bad anthropologist, would you just say your name as it should be pronounced?
1: Yeah, it's Mojda but yeah, yeah, you did it much better than some people do, so.
0: Uh, Like like I said, I like like to be an overachiever. And you're fifth year now in in your PhD in computer science, right?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay, so I would love to send you back in time to talk to your 10-year-old self first of all where is your 10 year old self but then also talk to your 10 year old self about you know what you're doing uh right now in ai
1: uh yeah that that's that's a good place to start perhaps uh i was born and raised in iran and uh, my 10 year old self yeah she is i think a third grade student in iran and it's funny because i don't think it's really hard to explain to her what i'm doing at least hmm why am I interested in the problems that I am? So my parents had this high interest in me and my sister learning English from an early age. So Mm. I started learning English from seven. Because I got exposed to learning a new language from an early age, I always liked this idea of how people speak different languages and like Mm. how do they translate i started watching shows that were for example translated and then dubbed and then i would watch in their native language and it always fascinated me why did they come up with this phrasing when they were translating when why didn't they why, why didn't they come up with another phrase and oh, I, I would have translated it in another way, or, well, that was perfect. I This is really an art. And so part of me really wanted to be an English translator. But when I grew up, I didn't become a professional translator, but I'm helping machines do that. And that's how, uh, but that's how I would tell the story to my 10-year-old, that, look, this thing that you like, you are doing it, but... Not exactly how I imagine you imagine, but you are still doing it, and it counts.
0: That's awesome. So hang in there. We'll be be able to stay with this this curiosity we have about language. So, so what problems are you actually working on right now in in this space?
1: I'm interested in problems that that try to solve what happens if we don't have this specific kind of resource or this specific amount of resource. Let's say the training of these models, which we can consider as the solution to a problem that we have, they Mm. need resources. Either it's, as you mentioned in the intro, the data or like the GPUs or uh, manpower behind them. Mm. The amount of resources Mm -hmm. we have for solving these different kinds of problem are different for so many reasons. So I'm interested in working and coming up with efficient methods. And by efficient in this case, I mean dealing with hopefully less amount of resource of Mm -hmm. some kind uh, to solve problems. Uh, So for example, what if uh, we don't want to spend so much time on training? So those are the real aspects of problems that I'm interested
0: in. People talk about democratizing AI, but that's easier said than done if you need these enormous resources. It's easier to do if, if we get to where you want to be. Describe to me, um, if all goes well uh, and you're successful technically, in sort of five to 10 years, what does the world look like uh, as a result of, of you having solved this hard problem?
1: So what I'm really, really interested in is a world where we start with a seed model.
0: A seed model.
1: Yes, a seed model. Let's say that seed model can be something like a GPT or one of the, Yeah, yeah, yeah one, one of the usual suspects. And then a user, a customer somewhere in the world wants to customize this model in a specific way. For example, mm-hmm. let's say a person in your country uh, having uh, all these language barriers want to customize this model that is specifically useful for them. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to be able to customize these seed model in an efficient way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want them to need to have access to complex resources. I, I want them to be able to Far the power that is put in these models one way or another, um, all ethical ways, but somehow- well, uh, that's
0: where I was going to ask you because you actually, do you worry about that? I mean, by democratizing AI, you also in theory are empowering those who, yeah, who aren't so happy with the world.
1: I knew this was coming up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me how to think about, it. yeah, tell me how you think about that.
1: Absolutely. When I say for anyone, anywhere, to be able to customize this thing. This Mm -hmm. anyone, anywhere can be someone with bad intentions somewhere. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely aware of that. But I think there are lessons to be learned from history. Like this is not the first tool we are making for certain purposes that can be used in unpleasant ways. We have had many things in similar ways that we were able to harvest the benefits while minimizing the risks Mm -hmm. by regulations. I'm willing to admit that we have been more successful in some areas than others, but Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing challenge and struggle. We will get there. It's through this conversation. If we don't have this conversation, we mm. might be taking all these benefits from ourselves. I just don't want, don't want us to lose hope so early because we think we might not be able to uh, regulate these things. Right. Because I think this is an ongoing conversation, and we can get there where we have regulations for which are created by consulting experts from different fields. I really believe right. that's possible. I, I think the best that we can do right now is to have as many different voices as possible just mm-hmm. to make sure we don't have a blind spot somewhere. There's something that we are not thinking about at all. But if we had a certain someone from a certain background, then it will be something that we will consider.
0: Diversity is, yeah, is not just a buzzword. It, it actually is a survival strategy at some point. Absolutely. If AI didn't exist, what do you think you would be doing?
1: Oh, that's easy. I, 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 That's easy. Either a sound engineer or a chef.
0: Well, obviously. I mean, if you're not a sound engineer, you have to be a chef. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to unpack that. Why are those obvious?
1: Uh, it's things that besides <laughs> language and AI have fascinated me the most, like sound engineering. When you are in a concert, Because I have been in both good concerts and bad concerts with respect to the quality of the sound, regardless of the artist. Mm. And the fact that someone is able to make something that is someone singing from so far away, make it sound so good or so bad, it just fascinates me for some reason. It just, yeah, it's just so mind-blowing to me, honestly. And cooking? Cooking? I mean, honestly, like food. Who 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 doesn't like food? Who doesn't rely on food? Well,
0: I'll eat it. I just don't know if I want to spend time cooking it. Uh, and I'm sure I'm missing something. So,
1: Yeah, I enjoy cooking. You might not enjoy it as much as I do. But the fact that you see everyone and you can start talking about food with them and they have their background, they will talk about what they like or mm-hmm. they don't. It just again fascinates me and I I like food what can I say
0: no I you know you're not gonna have trouble arguing with an anthropologist about the the value <laughs> yeah. of, of, of food and there's some argument that uh you know when we started cooking our food and therefore we we're able to feed more people the real value was we get more people together
1: yeah exactly exactly it's one of those great equalizers
0: um okay do you think AI will ever be able to, to be a chef? Will there ever be an AI chef?
1: Okay, this is a very hard question because-
0: That's what we do in the Insider, AI Insiders podcast.
1: I, I really want to say I don't think so. And I don't think so at a certain level. There are things that my grandma cooks and a certain chef that I really like, for example, can cook. Then- hmm no AI can do because it, it's just their touch, just the fact that they made it. But at certain level, yes, it, AI can also create its yeah. own dishes. But we are humans. It's complicated. You have to be specific what you mean
0: Fair. by Fair cooking.
1: Yeah. But there are certain levels of cooking that AI can do. And there are many more levels of cooking that AI can never do.
0: Um, all right, well, game on, AI, yeah. if you're listening. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll see you on, uh, on the Great British Bake Off. Um, <laughs> okay, so back to the question I wanted to ask about history, uh, because while we're having this you know pseudo philosophical debates about what AI can and cannot do, the reality is like it continues to surprise some people. Who in history do should we turn to for guidance on dealing with this moment in time where things are so in flux and it's not clear like how we chart a path forward?
1: I think I will, I don't know like one specific person,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I know the category of the people who I mm-hmm. want to go to. And uh, we don't we have so many of them in AI. We have so many of them in other fields. The idea of coming up with a solution, thinking of a solution that works for your problem, but somehow we are not there. Like this is the age old story of deep learning that uh, like the founding fathers of deep learning, they were thinking about this very early on where we didn't have resources to make them happen. Mm-hmm. But on paper, it worked. It made sense. And while for something to work only on paper is not Necessarily and always desirable, it should always be considered a start. So I would uh-huh. go to someone who had something on the paper, but at that time it was only on the paper. And how did they persevere? How did they keep an open mind hmm. for a long time? Say, I'm not going to give up on this, I'm not going to rule this out just because I cannot empirically test it right now. Yeah. Coming, coming from a PhD and research background, it's really hard to have that kind of perseverance, especially in a fast moving field. And I don't care about the fact that whether when they got to try it out, it worked or worked not. I'm equally interested in talking to people who had something on a piece of paper Tried it out and it just didn't work. I just wanna learn how to have that sort of perseverance and not be deterred.
0: So you don't so you don't have your piece of paper yet? Yeah. Or do you? Okay. So but but yeah, I, no. I don't doubt you're gonna get it. Um I, I can't let you leave without asking. Do you have a favorite book or movie uh kind of about AI that 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 you like or maybe just sort of hate with a passion
1: uh and okay it's embarrassing because I haven't watched the first one but I really like the second one uh and I should probably watch it again I really like Blade Runner 2049 oh yeah Uh, like it's so good uh
0: but wait you haven't seen the first one
1: I haven't seen the first one again embarrassing I know. No, sorry.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, we, we make sorry. room. We make room it, for everybody here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's 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 on my list, I promise.
0: Okay, all right. But what stood out to you in the second one that, that that resonates with you?
1: The idea whether whatever form of intelligence intelligence you are, the idea that don't be so sure just because you think a piece of memory is real or a piece of thought is real. Or yeah. an, an idea is objective, or there is one true thing.
0: Don't be so sure.
1: Yeah, the idea to never be sure just stuck with me, and it has been proven so many times to me that yeah, if yeah. if you are if you are so sure about something, something is wrong.
0: Yeah, we um one one does get the sense that we might be in a better world if we if yeah if we had that as a motto more often than i know better than you and you're wrong
1: yeah (laughs) exactly like our brains work in very weird ways and again it's just not being sure it's Uh it's the much safer way to approach things
0: I agree, and I'm hoping I'm hoping AI can even help us there to some degree uh, by expanding, to your point, the resources we have access to. Um, we're, we're we're coming up on time, uh, and I don't want to keep you because you have a piece of paper to fill out somewhere with your vision <laughs> that uh, hopefully will you know will equip and equip you to 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 you know persevere and get after that. Um, because my bias is I, I i like whatever vision you're going to come up with uh, a vision in which there are lots of people involved having a say a big conversation discussion in which nobody's too sure uh and where there's a lot of cooking that sounds pretty good to me in the future
1: yeah it's not you're you're too kind but it does sound pretty good
0: i'm i'm good with that um Again, one of our uh, pointers of our mission statement at ISI is we're, we're really looking to develop world class leaders, both technically, but also you know thought leaders, policy leaders, community leaders. Uh, I can't I can't think of a better example of someone who's who's emerging as that kind of world class leader than yourself. Uh, I'm I'm privileged to be able to work with you. I'm honored that you took the time to be on this podcast and that you were so so you know forthcoming and, and candid with us. Uh, that's a real. That's yeah. That's a it's a, it's a del- delight.
1: Uh, this, This was great. And the honor is all mine. I really enjoyed this. And I think at the end of the day, we do what we do for conversations like these, where we end up having more things to think about than when we started. So thank you for that.
0: All right. Well, p- pleasure. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm the age now where I can refer to young people and actually means, you know, people who like are getting PhDs. God, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, but really, I, I think the only way we can help realize the brilliant future that you you painted out, uh or, or spelled out for us, I think, is is with and through AI. But having talented young folks like yourself here, stand up, put your hand up, um, and and say, I'm here to help. So I'm glad you raised your hand. I'm glad you're here to help. I look very forward to uh, continue to work with you. I hope I can continue to help you as well because you know whether or not it's always clear to us, I really think we are all in this together. Well, folks, if you enjoy these short podcasts, please do that thing. Like us. Give us stars, 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 stars. Spread the word. Send us feedback. Uh, and especially if there are people at ISI perhaps you'd like to hear from and haven't yet, just reach out. Let me know because I'm still in the process of getting to know uh, just astoundingly amazing human beings here. And of course, keep listening and and learning. please join us again for another episode of AI Insiders, uh, where we'll continue to navigate our way through this weird, weird world, trying to do what humans do best when they face these kinds of challenges, working together as if all our lives depend on each other, because they do. So for now, for the future, fight on.